Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Pisca Podcast, where you suspiciously don't know what my upper arms look like. No. Um, but Austin, what does your left leg look like? Leg. 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 Also, I realize that my voice kind of overpowers the rest of yours when re- and actually listening to everyone's, uh, you know, listening to the podcast and the part of so. Alright. And I'm Chino. And we're... Your backyard friends, the backyard again. So, our topic for today is... Faults in the U.S. education system. Where do we start? Um, Nathan, I do believe you have turned off, like, not turned off, but you have turned on, turned down the input of your microphone to such a comical degree that I can barely hear you. Is this better at all? Yes. Okay. Okay, then. So, like I said before, today we're going to be discussing kind of how some aspects of why the education system in the U.S. is bad. So, I know, Suchi, you had some very interesting things you wanted to say. I think you've turned down your input a little again. Um, just tell me when it's fine. Like, then right there, your, per- your goal. Right there, right there is perfect. Your goal, then. Alright. Um, I guess I'll kick us off. I mean, I think I had a really wildly different experience to the education system than a lot of other people because I went to... Well, for starters, I went to the exact same school from pre-K to 8th grade. Which I don't think a lot of people do that. I think, like, eventually, you know, people just move schools at some point or another. And secondly, it was a private school, which means that it was a, like... It was really small. I mean, like, even compared to just a standard public school it was not a big place even in its prime you know so that was just a bit i don't think i really experienced the worst of it than i think a lot of other people had i think i think well i just i don't know I i i think it suffered from similar policies to a lot of other schools, which was, if you were getting, I think like the the biggest one is that like, schools these days really don't do anything about bullying. You know? Um, I have a weird mentioning of that. Okay, to explain my story to I have to say that I've been to a public school my, my entire life. That's not entirely true. You see, from, you know, pre- uh, I went to, um, you know, like, preschool, then I went to a public middle- then I went to a public elementary school. Then for middle school, I went to a magnet school, which is still considered public in my opinion. However, it's slightly different. It's like the weird middle ground between a public and a private school, where it's still government funded, but you have to get a lot. You have to win a lottery to get in, as well as it's being dependent on your grades and whatnot. As opposed to a public school, where it's like entry for everyone. Because of that. They did the, the schools, like, the amount of kids was much smaller at only 300 kids as a comparison to 3,000. Or maybe it's 300 kids per grade, I, I forgot. I'll, however, the point being that it was just over- it overall felt much smaller, so thus, um, they did things a lot more bite-sized. They had so little students that they could get away with a lot of things. 
they like for example they ha they set it up where they split yeah this is gonna be hard to explain they had the, they had it set up so they had each grade split into two halves categorized by color for example when you first join the school you get put on one of two quote-unquote teams assigned by color and those teams would dictate everything the teachers you had and the people you were with automatically those two those two separations of the students would continue on for the entirety of your time at that school like you would go oh so that's a blessing and a curse orange you would go to purple no i think it was orange would go to white team and that would go to silver or something then what and then um the last one was purple so it's like a blessing and a curse where it's like if you get yeah. if you get a group of people that you genuinely enjoy being with then you get the blessing granted nobody leaves you get the blessing of hanging out with them every year exactly but you bet you have the same group of friends each year except for the students that come and go it, it was a way of like splitting the school in half and it was it was fine. I didn't hate the system. I was just used to it. However, there's a weird thing specifically for my year where I the other part of the story is how when I entered that school, I entered it in a special year where it would they had a fifth grade program. Notice how I mentioned four grades as opposed to three, which would just be white to silver to purple. I mentioned something called orange which was a fifth grade program that they only did for like two years. The first year they had two separate teams like normal. However, they miscalculated and they had so many extra students they didn't know what to do with. So for my generation of students only, they had a third team labeled green that would continue to be the green team each year and it would never exist after. It was a one-time team that existed. And I mean, I still know people from that. I actually became friends with some of those people afterwards, but they were kind of cancerous because the point was the other two were half new kids, half people during the fifth grade program, and the green team was all new kids. Mm. So it was it was interesting. However, because of that entire more, you know, it tried to feel almost like a little community. Where I'm going with this is because of that their bullying treatment was um they tried <laughs> it was it wasn't they obviously hated bullying when they saw it however they took too much action if two kids got into a fight it was the same problem that every school has where if two kids got into a fight both be, both would be punished because violence is bad yeah it's the thing where it's like you might as well fight back, you know, because they're gonna, you're, you're gonna get in trouble anyways. So what do you gain from not hitting back? Exactly. However, when you, if you just got hit and reported it, the other student, the bully, would get in trouble. Oh. Unlike, however, uh, it's weird to say because there wasn't much bullying. Or not bullying like that. That traditional, like what you see in a there movie. Was no traditional bullying. The only bullying that ever happened was words. There's this one kid who I actually still have friends on Discord. It's it has there are two people I knew that were considered considerably bullied at all, and the problem with it is I think one of them was partially autistic. I I have a feeling if any. I feel like contacting him again, so if I, if that was wrong, it was just an assumption I made back in, like, fifth grade, so I don't even know. All I know is that from, like, from, like, my entire, that entire time, he was, he was, he was the only kid that was ever bullied. And the weirdest thing, here's the weirdest thing. So my story goes in that in school was that in fifth grade, I was getting my bearings straight. In 6th and 7th grade, I was one of the cool kids that everybody loved and was just one of the populars. And then in 8th grade, I stepped down and I hung out with all of the people that weren't as liked. A lot of them ended up being a bunch of crappy people for their own reasons, but I still keep in touch with one person of that friend group. And I and, the, and there's one person, and the only other person that I had in that friend group that was bad actually recently apologized to me for everything he did so good on him 
Anyways, um, what I'm trying to say is that kid that was bullied, as well as this other kid that was partially bullied, both of them ended up joining that friend group partway through the year at the end. And it was surreal because this person that everybody hated, I was now an actually good friend with. It was it was just a surreal experience that I had to deal with. And it was also kind of funny considering that probably one of the reasons that he was bullied in the is because, well, he would carry around Mario books and Zelda books all around. And I was the one person that would just look at him and be like, you know what, good on you, good on you, I'd actually read those. Because I was a nerd. Everyone knew me as a oh, nerd. Oh, like, I was just a, books. I was the same. I was just a cool nerd. I was just a cool nerd. Oh, can I? Everyone just. Can I? I was a Mario. Can I pause for a second? People just liked me for some reason because I would do things that I would do things just for kits and shiggles that people liked, like blowjob clarinet in the middle of a in the middle of a concert. No, 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 no. Can I? Can I interrupt for a sec? Because I just haven't like. When did it become cool to be a nerd? You know what I mean. Because, like, everywhere, I, I don't, like, understand, like, this weird surgence of just suddenly pop, like, it was so weird to see pop culture be a mainstream thing, if that makes any sense. Well, I don't really see it there anymore. I don't really think the community of me as a computer nerd who does nothing but mess with Linux all day is very, you know, respected in what I do. The reason that people liked me was because of the fact that I was taken advantage of. Mm. Even though I say that I was a part of the higher-ups and I was popular, that was simply because the people that were really at the top would tell me to do things and I would do whatever they wanted just for the, just for the attention. And because of that, all of the people lower in the high in the caste system of middle school hierarchy absolutely adored me because I was at the top. I was at the I was I was at the top of the caste system, but I had to suck I had to suck a dick to get stay there. That was the problem. Oh. That was that was the entire thing. However, people still respected me. Every uh, the entire way down, and that people knew about me. Other schools knew who I was simply because of all the bullshit that I would do. Because it was, it, it, I would do like such crazy crap that people just would know. I remember in high school one day, somebody talking to me, and they just heard my voice, and I was like, "Wait, are you that sloth kid?" And I'm like, "Never say that to me again." Because at that, because by high school, I understood my issues and. I was actually really disappointed in myself for all the crap that I did, and that was one of the reasons that I was depressed, but now I- uh, now it's far enough from them that I accept it. Uh, yeah. I think, also... <clears throat> I recently kind of had to come to terms with the reality that I probably need to go see a therapist. Which was a weird realization, to say the least. Um, but it was, I don't know, it was weird. I, I have to think, like... I, I, <clears throat> I feel like I showed signs externally. Not even, like, maybe not so much recently. But... Um... I remember a particular scene in seventh grade where I don't remember the details, but I just got really riled up and I just screamed at somebody like, you're the reason that people kill themselves because I just couldn't take it anymore. And the fact that I was called into the office and chastised and not immediately like contacted my parents to seek therapy is like. I think kind of a shortcoming, you know? Well, here's, here's an interesting part of my story. Now, I have a most different opinion on how my parents are as actual caretakers. And while I have a feeling that I'm going to respect them as it a lot more as I grow up, because I, I see myself as an immature child, 
I do think that a lot of the ways that they parent me are invalid for the age that I have, where it should be a lot more of my parents understanding what I say instead of just yelling at me to do something. If I don't do it, I'm automatically irresponsible and immature. Mm. The reason I'm mentioning this is that that's just the life I lived for my entire life. I would always just be yelled at by my parents to do something, and if I didn't, I would just be chastised, hidden with the wooden spoon. And they had a guidance committee in that school. They had a guidance in both my elementary school and middle school. And like, they called child protective services on me. <laughs> Because I would be open about this kind of stuff, and she was just like, "No, no, no, get out." She basically acted as my only therapy session. However, at the time, I wasn't depressed yet, so it didn't even mean anything. At the time, I was just a screwed kid. So like, it's so weird. And then my parent, my mom was just yelling at me. These people have no clue what they're saying. Don't talk to them anymore. And I was just like, okay. And I, now I don't even know my stance on the situation. Because child protective services would have been absolutely terrible. Because that means I would have been separated from my family and everything would be awful. However, at the same time, imagine if you did something and actually had a much better upbringing. I mean, I see myself as a pretty easy person now, but geez, imagine if I imagine if everything worked out peachy. I wonder how my life would be. Would I even gone to prison to meet you guys? I would have. I probably would have matured much quicker and stayed at the public school that I went to. Hmm. <sighs> the entire reason that they sent me to to Bizga was the fact that I didn't do what they said every single time. I had reasons for not doing it, and they were just like, you know what, screw it. We can't parent you at this point because of how we can talk back. Let's let a school do it for you. And then it backfired on them because at at school, at Pizza, I just learned, hey, I can do things myself. I'm just gonna do things on my own now. And now my parents hate it when I actually decide to do everything on my own time and categorize my own life instead of doing what they say. Like my mom yelling at me to do the dishes when I'm currently doing some sort of work. Hmm. Because it shows the fact that my mom doesn't even want to understand what I'm actually doing with my life and decide whether it's actually helpful or not. Even if it isn't, she just wants. She just automatically assumes everything I do is irresponsible and understands. You know, yells at me. Just shut up. I'm going to take things away from you if you don't. Um, please stop. And then this, this entire arguing chain of me trying to get into my mom's thick skull. Can you please actually understand what's going on? And that's also why quarantine has been really hectic. I mean, the podcast is the only time I've waken up before five in the afternoon. So, uh, uh yeah, it's I don't know. I I actually kind of enjoy getting up early every now and then, yeah. but not if it's to. I like getting up early, but not if it's a day where I actually have to do stuff, and not if it's like consistently back to back. Like, I okay. Come- I hate to dis like kind of disavow what Sweetie just said. I'm not trying to underplay it, but can I just say that I really love road trips for some reason. I don't know why. That and just existing in hotels. There's just something aesthetically pleasing about waking up early in like the first hour of a road trip and there's nobody else in the road, and then just being in a hotel. Yeah. Can't relate. The only I haven't been on any long road trips because long. You really think my family could sit in a car for longer than five hours? You're joking. Longest road trip I've ever been to is Florida. Longest trip I've ever been on was New York. Oh no, wait! I've I've been to Mexico. It just didn't feel as long because I flew, which is the first time. Oh, never mind. Longest trip I've been on is Africa. Oh yeah, when it comes to when it comes to trips, when I'm flying, I've died. When it comes 
the actual calculations of how long I've spent, I've spent literal, I've spent a full 20, 24 hours, 48, just traveling and that's it. And just completely awake and geez, that's an experience. But that's different because it's just me getting on a plane, getting off, getting on a plane. Yeah, I got like 48 hours off of two trips. It, those trips were insane. I felt like I stunk because I. Oh yeah, because you can't, can't shower, shower and it's like sweating. Hours, and I was like sweating because like it was like what seventy seven degrees and I had a hoodie and sweatpants on. I can agree with that. I'm just gonna admit this right here. I don't shower every single day. But that's just because I don't do anything every single day. If I'm actually active, I understand what I'm feeling. But if I'm sitting at a computer all day doing absolutely nothing, I'm not gonna sweat. I'm not gonna smell it. I'm just gonna sit there. The only time I ever sweat is while I'm sleeping. I don't know why, but for me, showering is such an exhausting process. Maybe it's all the hair. But... Oh, for me, it's because eczema. Because I condition. I don't know if that's something common. It's it's, eh, it's like 50-50. Yeah, so I like I, I do condition her, and then I, I'm, I'm a really spacey person. So, like, I'll just, like, be standing there, like, 15 minutes in between, like, each task. And then I'll be like, oh, shoot, I gotta do my hair now. And so, because it's such, like, an exhausting process, because, like, first you don't want to get in, and then you don't want to get out, it's like, I can only do it, like, every other day. Which is fine on days that, like, right now, when literally nothing's going on, but, like, when days are, it's like, I actually sweat, then, yeah, of course, it's daily. And again, that eczema is my issue. It's not, it's, I agree with that exhaustion process part of things, but I also have to deal with the fact that when I get out, I have another section to do where I have to get lotion out. Oh, yeah. Every nook and cranny of my body. And if I miss anywhere, it just cracks and I just get, it gets super dry, sometimes to the point of bleeding. It's been a lot better. It's been a lot better nowadays than it has when I was younger. I will say that. Yeah, I can. I think I can finally go a day with go a shower without putting lotion on. It'll just be the heck, but I will. You know, I'm not gonna get any cuts or anything from it. But like, I need to. I just need to get that lotion out and pull, cover it all over my body. And then there's the problem that I have to put clothes on. So I also have to sit there and wait for it to absorb. Or else all of it just goes into my clothes and all of that was useless. Mm. So it's it's heck. I don't like that's why I don't like showering at all. And it's why I don't do it as often as other people. Well Uh I guess sort of gearing back to reasons that school sucks. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so I went to elementary school. Dude, me too. Okay. Can't relate. I, I was born and automatically in high school. I, I believe that. Entire life. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the joke. I was, I was gonna say because you're small. Smart. More like fart. What are you talking about? If I was in high school and I was small. Wait, what? Oh, I got it. Just born now. there. I hate you. You meant that I skipped the grade to get here. I was referring to the fact that I've been in high oh. school my entire life. <laughs> I was just like, no, no, no. You were born like three months ago. I was born like The first half of the school year, you weren't even there. Screw you all. The problem is that I'm the second tallest oh. in my family. Oh. And not by much. The tallest is the cat. Yeah. Uh, none of us can actually reach the refrigerator. Um, we all have step ladders. We. No, we we I, you climb on the trash can. <laughs> Some of us haven't. We made are it. the wind. To the trash <laughs> Some of can. Us haven't made it back. Oh. 
was like my trash can is right next to my fridges, so and my mom does store stuff on top of it, so you just have to stay step on the can and then just climb up that's how i do i think now i could finally reach to it barely and my mom always asks me to get stuff off of there man reaching on high shelves what am i what am i like five four i'm already like that's that, that's you're that's wait you're four my dad's five my dad's I'm five. I'm five four or five five. Okay, we've been making fun of your height like you're like four eleven. <laughs> no, there's another person we know that's four eleven. I was four eleven in the. I was four eleven in the fifth grade. Case in point. I was like five feet in like fifth grade. So whenever they talked about how tall something was and it was a multiple of five i'd be like oh that's like five austins and people would somebody just looked over at me and be like who would want five austins i was the i was the exact same but with something else i would always calculate the math of a really expensive things with how many nintendo oh my gosh i never did that what the heck because i knew it was 300 and i really wanted one and i was just like wow 3000 that's 10 nintendo switches and everyone (laughs) that's at least a decent coffin is it weird that I wasn't that weird as a little kid? No. Like, I just did normal stuff. You're like, normal? It just means you would have been a side character in Konosuba. Mm. And then, like, all of a sudden, I get, like, weirder and weirder throughout, like, middle school. Oh, yeah, Cameron's here with the anime again. Musicals. Jonathan discovered musicals, and that was Actually, that was no, the progression began. was, like, music... And then it was like some other weird stuff that I don't feel like talking about on a podcast because I don't want to be on a government watch list. Ebony. What? So, George okay, Washington I don't care what anybody made out of slave teeth. What? Hmm? I thought they were made out no? of wood. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's just. For the longest time, it was so strange because I didn't know anything. I still don't know anything about, like, what the kids are listening to these days. Because I only ever listened to 91.9, and um, which is just Christian contemporary music and video game music. And I will fight. I will. I'll, I'll die on this hill. Video. I still think that video game music is my favorite genre, just because it's okay. way more. I think it can like impact you way more than any other. The only music band that I that I listen to that is popular in any way is Gorillaz. That is it. Everything else is either I listen to me mashups so that way I can laugh at them during a long road trip, and I listen to me music as well as some JoJo. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was gonna happen. The JoJo references. I don't even. I, I don't even know how we made it this long without us. I have it. a question. Is Gorillas the one with the three guys in the parking garage that are like bananas? No, they're the ones that made Banana Bus, Austin. Don't Suck. be stupid. They made Banana Bus? No. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. Wait, who's talking? Bananas. It's Cameron. Cameron! No, he was here the whole time. <laughs> I always, like, whenever we do the podcast, I always do it outside, because everyone else in the house is, like, sleeping. Bam, I sent I sent you a picture of the band on, on Discord. Bro, so Austin, we were literally- That's not gorillas, those are just the guys from the Powerpuff Girls. It's the villain. You don't know- you don't know how right you are. You don't know how right you are. Yeah, I know. During one of their album covers, they had- they had a villain from the Powerpuff Girls, canonically a part of it. They had ace. <laughs> that was really weird. Alright, well, we're coming up on the halfway mark, so I think we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break.
All right, Suchi, what do you have for us today to sell? Hey, have you ever had a computer no. before? No. Well, screw everything you've used before. Use Manjaro, the Linux operating system that's Is this actually a sponsor? for everyone. I love Manjaro, and I don't use it myself. It's just, all you have to do is install it, it has a nice aesthetic, it runs smoothly, and it's just great overall. Yeah, this is not actual sponsored message. This is not even a joke. I actually like, I actually like that Linux distro a lot, and it's non-profit, so they're not paying me to say this. Haha! <laughs> So let's talk about how learning. Let's let's talk about how everyone who is a gifted student is depressed now because. <sighs> Woohoo! Yeah. I had the opportunity to like. My teachers like sat down with me, my mom, and my dad at the time, and they talked to me about like joining like advanced reading and advanced math and my dumb self said no because I want to stay with my friends Um. and I regret that decision every day nothing no nothing is worse for a kid I didn't experience this than a teacher and a parent sitting them down and telling them that some students just have to work harder to get where I'm never had and you know why I'm mentioning this? Because they said. Because I heard my parents tell that to one of my sisters. Sheesh. Sheesh. Oh, God. Isn't. I mean, it's true, but the implications, man. I think, isn't like most of quote unquote learning in the system, isn't it, it's called an information regurgitation, yeah. is what they describe it, which is literally just. Yeah learn a concept and all the aspects of it and then spit it out onto a test okay next concept that is what you guys live through and that's why i want to mention the good parts of my education upbringing the fact that i had i mentioned this in the before uh, before this mm. camera you missed all of it but my i had went to a magnet school that Keith. felt that tried to feel <laughs> a lot more like a family aspect and because of that the teachers they forget all of them tried to be creative. All of them at least tried to break that norm. Of the norm. I actually watched that movie. All of them tried. Some of them succeeded, but some of them succeeded. I, a lot of them succeeded. Some of them failed terribly. Some of them did not try to do that, but they'll try. At least most of them tried. My school. And that's that's interesting to see that you hear about how it's all just regurgitating information, and that's what the tests are, and they can't change that. However, when it came to the learning, like in science class, there were a lot- I had to do, do a lot more labs than I would here at their physical. The labs were a lot more low budget because it's a public school year, but like, they were always a lot more interactive. They were always the teacher trying to get into your head and actually explain to you the I... And that's why I didn't well back in the day. I didn't regurgitate anything. I would only ever actually- I, would, I never had to study for a test in my life until this year. I- what is it? That's it. I see. I had never studied for a test oh. until this school. Why? Because every, every time, all I had to do was remember the concepts the teacher taught me and figure it out on the test. And I always- I don't, I don't know. I had the misfortune. I I have the misfortune. I guess we're all part of it, but I don't know how much you guys have experienced of essentially being part of a transitional generation, where all of the people who were established in this industry of education um, are kind of on their way out. And so now you have a new, a bunch of new people who are having to come in and fill those places, and they're having to find their way. But because you're part of those first couple years, they still haven't found it. So ultimately, you suffer for it. That's... And 
I remember because like for the first six years of my education, I had well, I, actually, I want to say eight, from pre-K to six. It was very well done, I'd say. We had a really weird fundraiser one year, I remember, where I don't remember what happened, but the fundraiser was that our principal got arrested. <laughs> Not for real, mind you. Yeah. But like, the te- like the, the cop pulled up to the school, and we were all in the lobby, and he just handcuffed her and took her in the car and drove away and like people were cheering and I don't know what was happening and then there was like a picture that came out like a week later of her in a jail uniform washing dishes yo that's crazy I remember like seeing this thing where like some Adventist school and like I don't remember where their I think it was their counselor got arrested for 600 counts of child pornography oh what let me tell y'all about, about okay Austin can you please bleep out the name cause I can't I can't I, you can't so okay I, can't, I just don't say this Dr. Manhattan hi Jen I'm doing good thing <laughs> hi hi um, Jen yeah oh, so um Mrs. Sushi I don't she was looking for the vacuum cleaner bruh <laughs> it do be it do be She'd actually relate to the Vacuum story. cleaner really do Dude, be wash it though. for a vacuum cleaner. let me tell you about a teacher I had named Dr. I'm gonna say his name in Discord chat because I want you all to know. Anyways, um, he was a pedo. Yeah, that guy. Oh. Didn't he teach like Spanish or something? That guy. Pedo man. <laughs> to put simply, he was, he was a Spanish teacher in school. He was one of the few. All my, my Spanish? My, okay. My, I feel like I'm just gonna say all the stories I had with Spanish classes because, well, I meant, didn't say all that. Oh wait, classes. you you've told me about him. Like, that he yeah, played favorites, Spanish, right? Oh, terrible. All of except one. I will call that one out. I did have one teacher that actually taught me stuff, but like, and except for that, I did not learn crap in all of my Spanish. I should be in yeah. Spanish 3. I've surpassed all the levels that you guys have taken. And I did not learn. Dude, crap. me neither. I have never learned me Spanish. Me neither. Spanish. <laughs> We're both Hispanic. <laughs> yeah, you both are Hispanic. It's just camera, Cameron. Since you guys. Hola, niños. I'm talking about the rest of our grade where I didn't have to take it, but even though. Because I have. Hey, listen, isn't it a good majority of the time? Getting Oh yeah, that's a trap. We, we should fix that. <laughs> it wasn't for the way that you would think automatically. It wasn't because he had like. It wasn't simply because mm. of how he would like touch girls and whatnot. Oh, no. However, it was because of the sexism that. Was oh in yeah. Him. And when I say sexism, it was blatant. It was not something minor that some kid would yell about and she would just be overwhelmed. It was a legitimate problem. It was the case where all of the guys were treated like they were in fudging boot camp, and all of the girls could do whatever the crap they wanted. I've heard. The team. He did not. He. I want to mention he did not. Also, he didn't care about grading, so I still got like an 100% in the class. But he hated me. He despised me for doing good. For... No, because it was me and um, one of my friends at the time. We would just basically just make jokes the entire class we would do well on all of the assignments all the tests always do well but he would he would always pick on us and he would always absolutely hate it when we make Ugh. jokes and whatnot simply because it's a classroom you're not supposed to make can jokes. i just say we have a i have we we have a science teacher and you all know her and i just want to give her an anonymous shout out for being appreciative of all the jokes we make in class Oh, completely. Com- mole. 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 Miss. Mole. I'm gonna call her Miss Mole. Like, yeah. That's not to say an insult. It's just of... that one time she drew a funny picture of a mole. So. One time I drew a funny picture of a mole. That, that was it. It was just during Zoom. I. Uh, she forgot to turn off the. She never turned off the annotations feature of Zoom. And 
one that it took so long for me to figure this out and my computer was broken and I ha- always troll with Zoom some way so the way I did it was mole nice I just drew a picture of a mole in the corner and it was the best thing you were talking about the blatant sexism in the classroom and I have to wonder like yeah I've heard a lot of strangely it was almost always from older women but I've seen a lot of like people in the news that talk about how the education system in the US is just all in all stacked against boys because genetically I mean I think it was just something along the lines of genetically speaking boys are more rowdier and less conformative I don't know I don't remember the her exact words but basically it was just like because of the system of just sit and repeat and it basically just does not work for guys yeah i've seen a lot of te- i've seen a lot of teachers that are sexist that are sexist and not mind her way but i'm saying this because it stood out because she would also gift the girls different things that the guys would get i mentioned this part this is closer to the end of the year where basically we had we one he locked me out of the room for sneezing once like straight up yelled at me to leave pushed my desk outside of the classroom and had me do a while everyone else was watching a movie she had me do an assignment outside of the classroom why people think i'm faking when i sneeze it just sounds like really really loud Okay, it's let me explain to you what happened, right? I in second grade, I thought it would be funny if I trained myself to sneeze really loud. And now I can't stop it. Nice. And so it's kind of like how I've trained myself as a joke to say schedule. And now it's just gone too far. It's, it's just actually how you say it. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's actually how I say it now. It's just second grade. If I sneeze repeatedly, like like I've had times where like I sneeze like seven times back to back. If that happens, then it won't be loud. But if it's just like a one and done, I remember yeah. like Mister History called you out on like physical cleaning the kitchen. Apologies for everyone. Oh, yeah. Man, I've never had to deal with like sexism in the classroom, but in like day to day life, I do. Why? have like 10 stairs. Oh, <laughs> wait, I think he disconnected. He's been silenced. They don't want the public to know about his experiences. Bruh. I don't, I don't know. I, um, well, what are we, what are we talking about? I saw about? this really weird. So, you know, those like, com- okay, so Cameron, uh, um, well, I guess Sasha. Oh, no, I, I I remember I saw this really weird thing. I saw this weird. My sister stole my Bluetooth, spe- my eighty dollar Bluetooth speaker, and but also lost the charger for it. So, and it's a USB. It's just a normal USB USB micro B charger. However, I repurposed that because I have a. I have a um. I also have a pro gaming wireless mouse that um, requires the same connection. Connected. However, it had a special charger that would fit specifically into like the slot, so that way it would be a lot more secure, so you can use it in wired mode. So I had to cut up a generic micro B charger because Mr. Um, Big Peepee, not gonna say his name, um, forgot to send me back the charger for my mouse. So I need that. Because it's the only one I have that fits into here, and if I lose it, I cannot use nice. my computer. And my sister has like ten extra ones upstairs. Um, You're not supposed to call it Velcro. It's called hook and loop. Where was where was I? Oh yeah, talking about do- Doctor Doctor Peebles. So like. I didn't mention the main contender of the story. He would give lollipops to all the girls. Oh. Yes, yeah, can I finish? <laughs> oh, yes. How do you oh, experience blatant okay, sexism? Okay, on the so, norm? um, I've recently been doing, like, a couple of college psychology courses. 
and <laughs> okay. and um, I've been like learning about like socially implement psychology, no, social, so, uh, social implemented sexism, where like and apparently it's like really really like strong in like Hispanic and like Mexican communities, where like they'll tell they'll tell a yeah, man you don't belong in the kitchen. Well, who said anything about construction work, Sushi? What? But that's the thing. Like, they expect us to have... When you tell your Hispanic mom that I don't think it's a good idea for you to be a friend. Wife. Good joke. Oh yes, uh, Cameron. No, is. no, I'm I'm more referring to the fact that I'm never gonna have a wife. <laughs> Cameron, what if you wife? get a person uh, that wife? I talk to myself every day. I don't know what you're talking about. Bruh. Funny, funny joke. Funny joke. Thank you. Ooh, Thank me, you. What? This has been another instance of Austin being insensitive. What do you pronounce it like I a Canadian, though? <clears throat> I could just be stupid. Oh, okay. okay I have to finish my story because we only have to we have 13 minutes uh, left. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, the end of the story is my teacher would give out lollipops to all of the girls and guys. Me. Specifically, not me. I'm salty. He would give five to the girls, one to all the other guys, zero to me specifically. Report him. Discrimination? What's that? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's not even. Man, that's, that's not even that's like weird. talking about how like that's how. Dope. Okay. That's wrong. Teacher, I know for a fact that it's a lie that te- when teachers say they don't have favorites, because inevitably, if you like a student more than another because they're not disruptive, then that's a favorite, whether you like to admit that or not. Teachers have favorites, and I've always wondered, like, the dangers of that. Because I was I was the person who was always part of that inside circle. I was the one who was always hated in the inside circle. You were the, you were the main character of the 2016 was film, The Emoji Movie. <laughs> Thanks. I hate you. I watched that movie so much. And I hate that movie. <laughs> Yo, guys. To finish my story about Mr. Dr. P, uh, what, it ended off with him. I had two separate Spanish teachers years after, but he still taught there. And he actually did talk the other classes. I was just really lucky and never got him again. I will, I guess in another podcast, we'll talk about those other two because they have other stories to go along with them. But his story ends where in my eighth grade year, he was kicked out. I remember hearing a rumor back in, uh, back in like, Dang. Uh, back when I was young, uh, uh, in his class that he touched a girl. Oh. And this was him, yeah, and this was h- apparently him looking at it, uh, something having to do with students or dress going outside of it. So he was kicked. But here's the thing he was kicked for the rest of the year, but he was rehired oh. twice because they never had enough evidence to actually get him registered as a sex offender. So they would kick him out, then the year after, since they had no other options, because I think there's just a huge scope shortage of Spanish teachers in that area, so they had nobody else. Why would you- because think about it from, like, a perspective of a principal. This is a teacher that I've had- that has taught students pretty decently for this long amount of time. Yes, he might have been kicked out twice, but if I could re- I'd rather rehire him than try on someone completely new. Because they were blissfully ignorant because all, all the crap that was happening. Just absolutely terrible. I don't know if he still teaches. I actually still can check. 
but it's, it's, it's no, it's awful. Yeah. I had a similar story with uh, uh-huh. Mr. S. Um, he had um, pictures of oh, girls cheerleading no. all over his office and the classroom. And like, I remember one time I sat with, I usually sat with like my friend whose name was Alexis. And I sat next to someone else that day. It was a guy. It was two guys, actually. And my phone went off. Like, just the flash, though. And he saw it in my pocket. Keep in mind, it's under the desk. And he calls up all of us. What? Because he thinks we're all dis- trying to disrupt the class. How bare Was this, like, barely, vis- barely visible or something? And so, the next time... It wasn't even visible to us, like, and apparently he's like, you were distracted. We're in the back of the class, by the way, in a dark room. No one was paying attention to us. Oh, that's, that's the thing. Can I, okay, I'm sorry to interrupt, but really quick, can I just say that it's like, I think it's so stupid when there's just this one kid in the back who's making comments. Actually, no, maybe that's not a good example, but it's, it's always like, Certain, t- t- there's just certain times when because I can actually get like someone making comments throughout the entirety of your lecture, like that could actually probably be disrupted. So that was a bad example. But I think there's like certain things where it's like you calling it out is a lot more distracting than what they were doing. Yeah. 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 Granted, yeah. a lot of times it is for the sake of the lecturer that these things ought to stop. I get that. But there are some instances where. It's not that rampant. Anyway. Where it's better left alone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, like, one... I was technically... Like, I was one of his favorite students, like, at the same time, though. Like, he called me up there and, like, he gave us a whole lecture, but I was one of his favorite students. And when he found out it was my phone, he let me off the hook. But not the other two kids. Who weren't even involved? Who weren't even involved. That's the thing. Like, I had a teacher... I had a teacher one year who... (sighs) Essentially, he would accuse you of things, right? If he had, like, even the slightest suspicion. And if you tried to, like, argue that you weren't doing that, you would just get into more trouble because you were arguing with the teacher. And you want to know something else? He was the principal, too. One time, he installed security cameras in the classroom without ever telling... Yeah, one time he installed security cameras overnight in the classroom without telling any of the parents. So you can tell there was de- there was definitely an uproar. I don't see a problem here. <laughs> what do you think a bunch of 8th graders are going to do that you have to install security cameras? I remember one time... I remember one time during the lecture, I was like, I was gonna make a silly. It's drugs, Austin. There's a lot of eighth graders doing drugs. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. They had a. They had this one, um, like, fire exit. Or it wasn't a fire exit, but it was just a stairwell that was near one of the exits. And they had a camera in there. However, it was a fake camera. Because so they could save on budget. And once the students figure out that it was a fake camera, it only ever smelled like cigarettes. The camera? No, the entire oh. stairwell. Because that's where they would go. And once... I remember specifically, it was while I was in fifth grade, mind you. My first year, there was this one girl who rent Because in the actual, like, layout of the school, where they had two rooms where all of the fifth grade classes would take place. Uh-huh. And they could save. And they would just have one teacher teach math and English and another teacher teach science and math and you would rotate between the two. And the way it would work is that um, while one of the girls was walking up from the bathroom or from somewhere and she was walking up that, she saw the kids smoking. And I remember hearing her run in like all, all like, you know, violated, like, I saw kids smoking. And then literally that mm. next year, that entire stairwell was closed off. Never will let Dang. Go again. Oh, drastic measures. Yeah, because, uh, you know, that's why, uh, um... You know, I remember... You think, 
what are what are kids gonna do? That's bad. No, they can. You know what? One of like the biggest middle schoolers, at least the ones I've used to, are absolutely terrible. There's a ton of drama. There's a ton of drugs and smoking. It's absolutely terrible. I'm glad that I was never a part of it because I, you know, I was smart enough that and I was smart enough to never do anything, and everyone respected the fact that I never would do anything. That's the that's the difference. A lot of people didn't do it to be cool. I didn't have I didn't have to do it. People didn't do it to be cool. People did it because they were addicted. People did it because they had troubled families and whatnot. They had actual reasons. Some kids did do it to be cool, but you didn't have to to be in the cool. I remember one year. I remember one year. It was like the biggest bullet I ever dodged in school at the time. Where it was like it was one teacher that I just really didn't like, and they didn't like me either. So it was, I guess it was mutual, but, um, I remember one time I like was considering making like a really jeering jester and face at him when he wasn't looking. And I was like, nah. So I, I like, I decided against it cause I was like, nah, that's, that's I mean, that's just stupid, you know? So then yeah. the lecture ends and he's like, all right, no. I may not have been able to see all of you, but I had this iPad in the corner that was secretly recording all of you. Is that, is, is that, that illegal? Like, <sighs> is, that, is that legal? Uh, when it comes, I remember here having a lecture by one of the principals that if it, the realms of legality don't actually apply due to okay. a contract signed by your parents when you enroll in school. That's why they're allowed to violate the Geneva Convention. That's what. The only thing that they're not All allowed right. to violate is the cameras or bathrooms. They're allowed to shoot at at nurses in tents. No, 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 capital punishment. Capital punishment. They're allowed to. I remember specifically that what they said. They're allowed to, you know, record you. No, actually, no. Actually, no. Actually, I remember every time there was a recording and they had you had, they had to take pictures. You did have you did have to sign a contract. Like every year or just every time. However, that was whenever that was only whenever a uh, that was only when it was a school-wide event, not with the teachers. The teachers could, I guess, it was simply because it was a teacher that nobody would complain and they were a lot safer. But I think what he did was somewhat uh, illegal. Anyway. However, they were allowed to go into your lockers. They were allowed to rummage your backpacks whenever they felt like it. That was within the contract. I would just tape up a piece of paper that says "Stop rummaging through my locker," like inside of it. Yeah, they, they technically they should have reason, but they don't have to have. Reason. So they can just like the stereotypical school bully just rummage through your stuff and take what they want. Well, no, because that's the teacher's camp. That's the what students. he said. Yeah, but yeah, they could act like a stereotypical school bully if the teachers hated you. Give me your lunch that. money. They could. And they could confiscate items. I'm assuming if it was money, they would ki- they would fire the teacher. But yeah. they are allowed to take things. That sounds totally mm, fair. Social security. I'm gonna have to confiscate this social security card, Jimmy. We can't allow this on the premises. What if somebody took yeah, it? Yeah, this credit card as well. Oh, it's your parents. Don't worry about it. It was, it was obviously made for like kids that would bring knives to school. Knives, chow. Mm-hmm. Knives and whatnot. <laughs> Never <Nice>. mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> this knives and then thunderous <laughs> applause. I don't see a problem. I think the problem is that I just really. I never have to mention that story that I was telling you all yet last night about that one teacher that I had that hated me for the entire school year, but at the end of the year, like, sat me down and was like, "I apologize. I see now that you're not like." I'm not like other bad kids. You actually have a lot of good potential in you, and you should probably avoid that crowd so other teachers don't make the same mistake I did. I think the problem is just like I really don't like hard-boiled eggs, you know. I do not like green eggs and ham. <laughs> I do not like them. Sam, I am. Oh, 
I frequently think every now and then about the wondrous gift of the eggs, eggs, E double G S, eggs, eggs. That's Okay, guys, join us next time where Suchu is gonna be the only one there and he's gonna talk about his past experiences. (laughs) Alright, Suchu will be the only one there. Thank you, everybody, for joining another episode of the Pizzle Podcast. Have a wonderful morning, evening, or afternoon, or night, and wear your seatbelt. All right, I'm gonna go step on it's some. See how it can have corona. Make sure when you go in the car, make sure that you have like an entire sheet. Like, get a poncho on, and like just try to touch as little as possible while you're in the car. Like, be, like don't even sit on the seat. Just like barely hover above it with only your feet on the ground. It's really safe for when you're traveling at. Um, All right, I'm gonna go. That's. I think I think we're done. I'm gonna go step on some grape. Thank you.